hey, so we've actually changed the podcast format and have rebranded entirely since we made these first few episodes. If you're interested in our new format, those start at episode seven. We've decided to leave the old ones up because they're a pretty great snapshot into who we are as people and what led us to decide to start trying to be psychic in the first place. Required context for these episodes is that they were meant to be complimentary two videos on an animation channel that we ran. Those videos are still up on YouTube if you're interested in watching them, but it's not needed to enjoy the episode. But by all means, please do watch them. We did pour our heart and souls into them and they're pretty funny. With that being said, please enjoy our humble podcast beginnings. Hey, just a heads up before we get started. We discovered in post that one of our mics had a jostling issue. We tried to edit around it, uh, but we did not have the time to re-record it. And this was such a great conversation. This will not happen in the future. Thanks. Hi, I'm Crystal Joy. I'm David Raz. <laughs> and this is On the Chair with Crystal. And David. You might have seen us on YouTube, but especially if you have not, please hang out with us because this is where we talk about personal stories and crazy bullshit that inspired the videos that we made. Even if you haven't seen the YouTube videos, you can still enjoy the podcast, but if you want more context, go and check those videos out. They're fun. Uh, yeah, the whole point of this podcast is you can enjoy it without knowing who the fuck we are. So have fun. Welcome. Today on the chair, we are with Sultan Sketches. Hi, Sultan. Hello, that's me. I'm on the chair. Today we're talking about the video we did with Sultan, which is, are you ready for a relationship? Yeah. Spoilers, he was not even a little I bit. I was not, no. I so, mean, like, we had been known, right? <laughs> like, like, this is not news to anybody. Absolutely not. For people who are just now watching, we do a lot of videos that are, like, uh, survival type D&D type things sometimes that yeah. are based off of like a linear like a linear story and those are often based off of true life facts. This one is a relational psychology test that a lot of the questions I got off of the internet <laughs> repurposed to Good make times. sense for me. Mm-hmm. But that does not mean that there wasn't a lot of like personal thoughts and opinions on relationships that went into it so basically david and i for background have been in a relationship for 13 years which is like more than 10 for those at home (laughs) that's a long time (laughs) and then sultan is the single boy yeah so we have have both i love that introduction both perspectives Artist so you get like perspectives from someone who's single and then, you know, a couple mm-hmm. who's been in a relationship for quite a while. Yeah. yeah. I try to keep in mind like a lot of our friends are single and I know that like it's obnoxious low key that we've been together for so long. Yeah. So <laughs> whenever it comes to them being like. Oh, some just, people think so. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Because they're like, you guys don't understand what it's like. To I mean, be single. And I'm we like... Were t- we were together before Tinder and... Oh, yeah. All the, we, when like, we started dating, there were no dating apps like that. It yeah. was like eHarmony on the desktop and that's it. Like, you there were no dating apps. I'm like missing out Tinder. on nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. You guys dodged a really big bullet. Um, but that's <laughs> so interesting. Like... Yeah. So, I guess we'll, we'll just kick things off with a fun question. What makes somebody ready for a relationship? self-awareness i think that's the the most important thing if you because everyone has their fucking issues right oh profanity what's the go on that profanity is fine yeah go for it cool profanity is fine um everyone has their shit uh as long as you're self-aware then that's you know of course there's boundaries and people like there's something you can't compromise on um Mm -hmm. but yeah self-awareness i think off the top of my head I think that's genuinely a big one, if anything. That's a big part of it. It also calls to mind the, uh, did you watch Bo Burnham's Inside? I did not. Special? No. Okay, well, there's this whole little portion where he brings the uh, self-awareness to light and basically is like being aware that you're an asshole doesn't make you a better person. Oh, yeah, agreed. <laughs> you have to use the self-awareness to change. Mm-hmm. Better yourself. A lot of people will be like, this is just how I am because they like have realized they're bullshit, but then keep doing it. Yeah, <laughs> At right. least it's, it's- from the relationship perspective of people watching people complain on tiktok yeah well we had a really good example of like people 
this is a personal, a more personal story. Uh, yeah. We won't put names for privacy purposes. I guess it's if not it's us, me, it's put my names. name. Uh, <laughs> okay. If it's, it's me, put my name. Drag me through the mud. It's not. Throw, throw them. Throw them <laughs> the pen, uh, I wrote in my little notes here for the podcast. Our friends weren't ready for a relationship, but they could have been. Yeah. And that yeah. is David's very lifelong friend. Uh, uh, he's known since child. Brandon. Brandon is his name. Okay, no, not Brandon. I feel uh, like he would be offended that you called him Brandon. I don't know. <laughs> What's wrong with Brandon? Uh, he's not going to listen anyway. <laughs> I know, right? I What's wrong know. With Sorry for all the Brandons yeah. out there. Um, I feel like he would Mike. just be like, I'm not a Brandon. Mike. Know. Mike. Yeah, he has a Mike energy. Yeah, Mike. And uh, his ex, uh, Esmeralda. Mike That's and Esmeralda. Esmeralda. <laughs> yeah. The, the couple that could have been. <clears throat> the couple that could have been. Uh, I don't know. Just from the outside looking in, they... It was a so, mess. Like, I had, I had a, a relationship with uh, these two for a long time. I've known them mm-hmm. for a very, very long time. And uh, I was kind of, like, helping them work through some of their bullshit. And, uh, you know, I could see from the outside in just what was wrong like where where the disconnect was and explaining that to them they couldn't get over their own egos to fix the situation Mm -hmm. or their own like issues right it was more like well they xyz and then well they did this Mm -hmm. and i was like yeah but and so are these people is this pre-relationship or they're in a relationship they are no longer in a relationship. They, they were, were together. They were together for like two or three years. Right. Yeah. And it was a while ago, but it's it's like we personally very much liked Esmeralda. So it's like yeah. the standard for us as a married couple uh, when we vet Mike's girlfriends. It's like, but as much as they had their problems, Esmeralda was fucking dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, a catch and a half. Catch and a half. Yeah. And. Uh, had had her problems needed to do her her soul work but so did mike jesus fucking christ <laughs> um they would be like oh he said blah 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 and i was like i'm sorry like yeah <laughs> yeah mike mike needed some work right uh so I, but they outside of that vibed really well and i they're not still pining for each other i think she got married to somebody else mm-hmm. right and mike is now with some other person but for a long time it was like but they're not Esmeralda. Yeah. Mm. But they're, you know, and you, you know what I mean? So that's a great example of like, I wrote, you can only show up for somebody as much as you've shown up for yourself. And Absolutely. if you have not done that, then the relationship's doomed Absolutely. to fail. Yeah. yeah. 100% agree. You can have a great, you can have a great yeah. thing that on paper should work but if you have not done the showing up for yourself mm-hmm. you will absolutely ruin it mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and uh, that's a big part of what had ha- what happened in their relationship you know they just were using each other in a way that the other couldn't fulfill mm-hmm. and it just fell apart because you expect it and then it doesn't work out that way if that makes sense yeah I think that's what happens when you try to find your value in another person. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's that's. I think that's my one of the issues I like am constantly working on. Um, I tend mm-hmm. to place, I tend to put a lot of value on external validation, and that uh, a relationship mm-hmm. is not an exception at all to that. Um, which. I mean, it's kind of, you can kind of tell, right? When someone's in a relationship and they kind of place mm. a lot of their self-worth on someone else, it's very, I mean, I think it's quite obvious when that happens because they are willing to, Oh yeah. Um, first of all, compromise on like core values and be like, oh, it's fine because, you know, I yeah. genuinely like this like connection and if you're willing to like part ways with something that like you believe in, like if you're dating someone and they constantly do something that mm-hmm. before this relationship, you're like, that's a no for me. And then it's like, you're in this relationship and you're like, Oh, but yeah. they make me feel like, you know, um, that mm-hmm. needs evaluation. <laughs> and that is a recipe for disaster. 
And also, that gives the other person so much power over you. And... Oh, God. Like, yeah, 100%. It's not, it's not a... Yeah, yeah. It's, that uh, can be very dangerous. Not healthy, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can, it can be very dangerous. Uh, the problem, I feel like, with that is when you you give someone that much power over you, you really need to know them that too you know you think you do you think you do uh but you don't really Mm -hmm. know a person fully in i feel like the amount of time you're giving it because it's usually in new relationships that that happens um you're giving them so much power Mm -hmm. and you don't really know them to the fullest yet but also yeah relinquishing your own power for your own self is not something that's conducive to someone who's in a healthy mind state yeah if that makes sense you need to be able to have your own person and love yourself as well yeah in order for that relationship to work i think Mm -hmm. that's what i always keep in mind whenever somebody's like oh i'm just a single like what's you guys a secret blah 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 blah. and i'm like i know this is the most obnoxious thing to say but you need to be happy single first and nobody wants to hear that like of course you guys would say that you Mm -hmm. guys have been together since forever and blah 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 blah. you don't know you don't understand but like it's very obnoxious it's annoyingly true like if you are not showing up for yourself you're not happy and fulfilled in and of yourself and it goes back to that puzzle question at the end of our video question uh that was actually a portion that was taken from a stand-up comedian called daniel sloss i did not actually get that puzzle question from the internet mm-hmm. um he has this whole mm-hmm. segment in his stand-up where he talks about how he's so proud that he has got like created multiple divorces yeah. <laughs> with this piece of information and um i won't go into his whole bit you can look it up daniel sloss puzzle piece bit it'll it'll come up but He basically says that he was told that everybody's life is like a puzzle piece when he was a kid, like a puzzle when he was a kid. And he asked, I think his dad or whatever, like, well, what, what, what completes your puzzle? He's like, well, the only thing that could ever complete my puzzle is your mom. Okay, bye. And that like at seven was like, I need another human being to be fulfilled as a complete entity of a person. Yeah. Uh, And he's like, a lot of people are functioning in that mindset of like, well, I, if I don't have this final puzzle piece, then I'm not personally complete. And if you're functioning, that makes you go into these relationships that you have no business being in. You Mm -hmm. know, this person's bad. They're not compromising with you. You're not compromising with them. You're not, you're, you're a mess. They're a mess, but you find yourself in this like five year deep relationship for what? Cause you don't want to be lonely. Yeah. And he's like, most relationships Mm -hmm. and marriages are just people who don't want to be lonely together dude yeah yeah oh uh there's this one like line in you guys seen tick tick boom that like, yes oh my god right? so good. Tick, tick, boom. loved Make it we can cry. we can fanboy about oh. andrew garfield in a second oh my but god. there's yeah. this one line and it's like why would we rather go through hell than sleep mm-hmm. alone at night yes mm-hmm. and yeah Don't. i absolutely believe that people will, will stay in a relationship <laughs> I'll just start singing. Yeah, it starts busting out and sing. I will. Um, yeah, people definitely do that. And like, fuck, I don't blame them. But it's not. Yeah. A, I mean, I, I'm not endorsing that at all. Um, no, yeah. but but you understand but it. Get it. You understand. Yeah, where it's I would never from. be like not empathetic and be like, oh, why mm-hmm. do you? Why are you still with that person? Like, I do too. One hundred percent understand it. And even like, re- like, aside, like the relationship topic aside. If you're like yeah. looking for happiness, that's when mm-hmm. you like won't find it. <laughs> like like that's the true. whole like oh looking for like a puzzle piece and like there's a piece that yeah. I'm missing to be b- fulfilled. The second you tell yourself you're fulfilled, you are fulfilled because it's yeah. self-imposed. Yeah. Right. Yes. So if you keep and it's 100%. this whole like self-improvement like thing where people always think mm-hmm. like oh if I just get you know get a little bit fitter or like if i just push myself and work a little bit more like i'm not there yet i'm not there yet i'm almost there but the second Mm -hmm. you just like are content with where you are you're happy like that's that's it if you stop looking for it yo i just read something last night about that yeah Mm. you Um, did we won't go into the super detail but i'm reading the like the parts of 
Okay, so Jesus said lots of stuff back in the day. There's it's this true. whole group of books that were not, they were like deleted, basically. Not allowed in the Bible for a lot right. of reasons. Right. Um, they're called the Gnostic Gospels. But there's like a lot of shit Jesus said verbatim that's just not in mm-hmm. the Bible. Mm-hmm. And one of them was like, woe to the one whose soul relies on the flesh for joy. Right. It also lines up with what I've been reading in this amazing book that I'm probably going to reference in almost every single podcast called Letting Go. (laughs) It's such a good book. Uh, But it talks about how joy and fulfillment cannot be found outside of yourself. If you're looking for fulfillment in your circumstances, you're going to fail 100% of the time. Right. And for people who are in very dire or unfortunate circumstances, they get understandably Mm. very upset. They're like, fuck you. (laughs) You don't know. You don't know how it is to live in X, Y, Z. I think you can find it, but it's Um, very fleeting. You know, like if I'm like, Oh, I will find happiness when I get this thing. When I get that thing, I'm going to be happy, but Mm -hmm. like for a second. And then it's like, what's the next, what's next? Right. You know? Yeah. Because that's what, that's Mm. what it calls for Mm -hmm. to constantly try to fill that whole when your perspective is that yeah when your perspective is outside of yourself yep and it's also this well then we go into like the spiritual tiktok like how manifestation works can we get into it later Uh, (laughs) absolutely no yeah Yeah. like but that it kind of touches on that which is like the more you want it you're not going to get it because to to want it is to Mm -hmm. not have it and if you don't have it then you don't then you don't get it which makes no sense but when you understand that it's an internal thing when you have everything you need in and of yourself, you actually no longer want that thing. Right. And then that yes. thing comes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's like, I was going to say that plays onto what you said before about like the second you're point. happy being single. That's usually when someone appears, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I mean, that's what exactly right. what happened with David and I, like yeah. we got together relatively young, but I moved out of my parents' house at 17. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so did he, uh, we were completely financially independent, like kids, basically running yeah. around by ourselves, being wildly yeah, you guys wounded and sad. Had <laughs> for, for a while, yeah. So, mm. yeah. Uh, for context, for people who don't know too much about us, I was homeless for a very short period of time, and so was David, separately. Yeah, separately. Um, and so there was a period of time which I was like trying to fulfill myself with alcohol or trying to fulfill myself with relationships or with dating or with whatever. And it was when I finally was just like, you know what? Fuck this. (laughs) I'm Mm -hmm. not doing this anymore. I need to be cool with me because me finding it elsewhere is not working. So I remember the day I was like, I am done. You know what? Whenever the time is right, God, you know, send me a person like this, like this, like this, like this, like this. Until then, we're chilling. I'm Gucci. I met David a week later and he met all of those criteria. And that's like, I didn't know it at the time, but that's basically what the internet calls manifesting. I let it go. I said, this is what I want. And there he is. I was not looking for a relationship. I had gotten out of a relationship and was very, is a very toxic relationship. And um, it was like the worst relationship that you have to go mm-hmm. through to learn so many lessons like that oh this is this is my worst yeah. relationship <laughs> right that was that relationship that i was in and um i was like yeah no i'm good mm-hmm. i'm gonna i'm gonna be with me for a while and um i i settled on a lot of my values like you were saying earlier mm-hmm. uh in that relationship and you know life-threatening stuff and you know just all the dramatic, crazy stuff that you'll see uh, in a lot of toxic relationships. And I learned a lot from it. And I was just yeah okay with me and wanted to focus mm-hmm. on, on me. And then I met Crystal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which was interesting because, again, we were not looking. Neither of us were looking, but yeah. we were both very sad. And so we're just like, yeah, we we're best friends like immediately. Yeah. And it just kind of yeah. naturally I'm sure happened, not as, happened uh, from there. I'm sure it's not as simple as that. Like, you know, like I'm sure everyone has their hardships and yeah, no, yeah, no. yeah, right. Oh, no. It wasn't, it wasn't as clean. Oh, no, it was a mess. We'll it make a, a video about it yeah. eventually. Like I have a little plan. It was a hard mess. But yeah. Uh, Cause I still had, I mean, that relationship yeah. gunk was still there, mm-hmm. you know, I still had to work on myself. Uh, it was, yeah, that goes yeah. to my next note was, was using relationships to distract or ignore from inner healing and being comfortable with being independent is extremely important. Yeah. So a lot of people are like, but what if I never find anybody? 
Oh, I hear that a lot. Or, or like, or... What if this is my last chance? What is my last chance? And um, they're like, you know, or 20. Or they, they can't find <laughs> happiness, which yeah. is going back to that other point. It's like going in a circle. But I've heard that. I mean, what if this is the only person I'll get with? And they're like They're like 20. 20-something? Yeah, I know. So like, like, I mean... Stop it. <laughs> yeah. But there are like some people who the their circle, like the pool of dating is already Bro, yeah. very small. Um, so for example, like some people who live yeah. rural, 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 rural that's, I love that word. It's so fun. <laughs> rural. Um, like people who have to date in a specific group, which are, yeah. like, you know, like some people have their own yeah. like set rules for who they date and who they don't. Um, so sometimes when this, the pool is already so small, it does feel like I, will I ever meet someone yeah. like, mm-hmm. that's you fair. know, um, that makes perfect sense because like we've talked about this very yes. briefly, uh, not briefly. Sorry. We've talked about this in <laughs> depth, <laughs> in a depth, a lot about like, you know, my yeah. circumstances mm-hmm. and my exes and how my main issue is, I don't know if I'll ever like find someone mm-hmm. like right. that because my pool of what I am willing to date is already very mm-hmm. small. Um, so, yeah, that just reminds me of like, it's easy when you've, when you, when you are the age that you are, your brain can't comprehend that time doubled. It's like, Oh my God, it's been so long to get to this point. My Jesus, like, how could it be? How could I like go even longer, like 40 something or whatever. But the thing is the longer mm-hmm. you are alive, the more your brain perceives time differently. Yeah. And so the first yeah. set yeah. of years goes exp- like exponentially slower than the next set of years. And I know it's like hard, to, not just for you, for people in general to grasp, but it's like where you will be at like 30, 35, 40, 50, like, could drastically could change. drastically change and love is not limited to young people it's just not yeah um, yeah that's true and so you yeah. you never know what could happen i mean it reminds me of that old c.s lewis quote i mean it was about like hurting oneself trigger warning i guess hurting oneself yeah uh but it was an old c.s lewis quote it's like do not by any means ever destroy yourself for you never know when you're when you the blessing is around the corner or something like that when your your life may change in, the, in an instant like I get, that really sounds yeah. Christ, uh christianese well it's, that it's c.s sense. lewis <laughs> i know um it's just i don't i don't want to downplay how dire that mm-hmm. emotion is yeah it's earth shattering world breaking feeling of loneliness and feeling like you won't find anyone else mm-hmm. but again it's that circumstance that that quote kind of hits on is when you're looking at something so like close right that looks like yeah. a wall when you back out you'll see the shape of what it actually is mm-hmm. you see um, the bigger picture yeah yeah the bigger picture my one of my biggest takeaways for uh relationships that you have been in the experiences that you do have i feel like you need to make the most of the experiences you have in those relationships even if they're very very bad and what I mean by that is like, give them meaning. What are you? Yes. Mm-hmm. What are you learning from these things? Yeah. If you're yeah. not learning, you're going to go right back to that same yes. relationship in another person or the same person. Absolutely. And you're going to keep doing that until, until you figure it, until out. You figure it yeah. out. And this is this is just for yourself, right? Right. Like if you're like, man, I hate chocolate ice cream. I guess I'll just eat this chocolate pudding. Like it's <laughs> this, still the same right. taste. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And also, like anytime something goes wrong in your life that's a lesson like that's a lesson that you yes. can like yep. if you sit in if you sit in it and you're like this is i'm miserable i'm sad you're valid but you can also mm-hmm. sit be miserable and be like what did i learn from this like can i grow from this every yes. yep. time something goes wrong it's an opportunity to grow and to learn it yes. is um a hundred percent it's an opportunity to take the moment to find the peace within yourself outside of your circumstances and apply that absolutely and also like dissect yourself you don't want to oh go ahead sorry like i like dissect the shit out of yourself like when something when you oh oh, yeah yeah, like emotionally charged like it's it's so easy to just feel how we feel but Remember, we are just an observer, mm-hmm. like of our. Uh, this is gonna get very meta, but like yeah. we're just an observer of our thoughts, and yeah. it's like important to like take a step back yeah. and actually listen to what you're thinking, and be like, why am I thinking these things? Like, what, 
That is, mm. yes. 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 I, I'm going to take that. I'm going to say for people who might not have ever heard that before, uh, that's like one of the key like things to understanding yourself is that you're not your thoughts. Your thoughts mm-hmm. are just happening to you. So a lot of people identify so heavily with their thoughts right. and so heavily with their like intrusive thoughts or, or, or they're like, what if thoughts thought spiraling? It's like, that is just an object passing your consciousness. There is nothing in this world that is outside of yourself, which sounds crazy. Obviously there is, I can sense it, but if you're sensing it, what is that sense going to your nerve ending? That's going to your brain. So without your mind, you can sense nothing. So there is only what is in your mind and your mind then is an observer of reality. So it is observing. It's the you observing the you, which is in Mm -hmm. spiritual talk. It's like your higher self. It's like the you observing the you is being able to be like, oh, that's a thought about that. And that kind of passes by and now that's gone. It doesn't define who you are because of the thought. You Mm -hmm. are actually the you observing the you. Also, most thoughts are subconscious. Like, you know, you go about your day and you're just thinking things. Most Mm. of the time you don't make yourself think these things. It just pops up. Um, yeah. yeah, and it's important just to like yeah. sit there and be like, and most of the time, these thoughts are patterns, right? So like why breakups sometimes are so hard mm-hmm. is because you mm-hmm. just repeat the same conversations over and over in your head. Like what if, and like, why did they do that? Why this? Oh, it's, yep. it's just your brain repeating patterns. Um, so when you become an observer, you become, mm-hmm. yep. um, there's a word for it. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what the word is, but I can say on top of that, uh, you are no longer living in the moment. So where your mind, whenever your mind thinks about something, your brain can't yes. differentiate between yes, a memory or a rehearsed true. conversation and reality. So you're constantly re- like living this conversation that did happen or hasn't happened yet, and your mind is there. So like, if that makes you anxious, your body is going to start replying as yes. though that that threat is physically there. And those things, when lived in in a prolonged period of time, actually slowly break down your body. And you can Mm -hmm. start getting sick or X, Y, Z or or whatever. So that starts breaking you down, which it goes on to being like knowing, going back to knowing yourself is like, okay, well, when you're observing my thoughts, I am not my thoughts. Oh, I'm having a conversation about that. What about that? thought the conversation that happened or conversation I want to happen why do I want that to happen or what mm-hmm. about that conversation bothered me so much right. I can't control yes. the other person but yeah. I can't control myself why do I put myself in that position or or etc and, and I, that's super I feel like important I feel like you do yourself a disservice if you don't allow yourself to try to understand that concept yeah um you don't want to be the mm-hmm. own your own salt in your wound yeah you know what i mean like you don't want to yeah wallow and not mm-hmm. gain anything valuable yeah. from that experience mm-hmm. which can happen but that's up to you well, there's also those i wrote down uh there's also those like moments where it's like okay well i did that for two seconds i'm a better person and i'm improved oh god do i know a person <laughs> who, i'm talking about <laughs> who has done a little bit of work and they're like wow i'm perfect now (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh this is also a friend uh in in relationships specifically like uh i've done this work i've admitted i can beat this person was like i think i i think i'm wrong sometimes and then david and i were like what (laughs) no way can i just say the more i learn about like myself and relationships the more i realize how not there i am you know i feel like the more educated (laughs) you get the more like work you put in the more you realize it's so much like like i'm not walking backwards absolutely not you should have seen me when i was 18 i was like the worst person and like i've definitely improved (laughs) (laughs) i've like definitely improved from then but fuck do i have like so much more to go and like I know the trope that's, that you guys are so talking about of like know. someone who's done a exactly, little bit yeah. of work and they're like, yeah, okay, but I did it. I did it. So now what? I thought I I self reflected. Like, I did a journal entry. I meditated two times. It's officially like, not my, oh my fault God. anymore. It's guys. officially and not my fault anymore. I fixed going it. back to the video that we just did on your channel. 
um, the yeah. the part when we're talking about a puzzle, right? And if your puzzle is complete, it yes. means like you are fulfilled and you are content with yourself. The reason I said, yes. and we made it a joke, but honestly, I'm half joking at this point. Yeah. The reason I said that's a red flag is because I don't really think we ever complete ourselves. We're always like working, right? If you right. think yes. you're there yet, I don't think there's a right. there. I think we are always like constantly improving. Right. Um, so if someone right. says they're ready, and that's why it's a red flag. Red flag. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. 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 Exactly. Pretty much. Then exactly that speaks to their their position of I I don't need to better myself. You need to better yourself. Mm-hmm. Unless they're like, you know, a priest or something. <laughs> no, like, like yeah. a, a renowned everyone- like. Not priest. Uh, I don't want to. Like a guru you know, you like or a, even like the enlightened people. Yeah. Like, I feel like even they have. Of course. They have their shit. I, I, I know this is not just personal opinion and I don't even know if it's about relationships anymore. It's about ego. But <laughs> the, to, to reach nirvana or enlightenment, mm-hmm. it is to completely kill your ego and to so supersede the point of desire and blah, 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 blah. And I can see where that comes in. You, that comes in. You no longer want it. So now it's here because you are fulfilled in of yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. But I personally think there is no killing the ego because the ego is what keeps you alive. Right. In a lot of cultures, there's this idea of the self. So there's a higher, a middle, and a lower self. The lower self is your physical body. Your middle self is your psyche. And your higher self is that you that's observing the you. And it might be controversial, by the way. Mm-hmm. But that's just, just my understanding of how I'm not... I don't know everything. I'm still reading multiple books all the time. Like, I could change my opinion eventually. But right now, as living in 3d reality mm-hmm. as living in the reality as we perceive it currently if you kill your ego you no longer are alive because your ego is there as a survival mechanism to perceive your reality so okay. i feel i kind of view it like a dog <laughs> like dogs are great they're really mm-hmm. sweet you can have a really harmed angry dog that's like rabbit and bites everybody all the time or you can give it love you can give it patience you can give mm-hmm. it structure and you can have a really great buddy that helps keep you safe but so you taming are not the, the, ego. the ego yeah exactly it's exactly. taming it and then yielding it and knowing that you are not the ego you are not the word i you are this like observation of consciousness right right and when but you get your there ego can be your best friend too ego can be your best friend like you can be in this copacetic like it's like oh a dog go bow wow wow bow wow it's like oh 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 hey we talked about that you remember oh man and they're like oh shit I I do remember and you're like okay here's a treat buddy good job but they also warn you of danger right? yeah they warn you of danger okay like, yeah yeah that's interesting I've like makes sense I've just never thought of I always see the ego as like a bad thing right. And that's what people teach online and like yeah. spiritual TikTok and TikTok and all this stuff. Ego is so bad. No, like it is a beautiful thing to express interests in the world that you find yourself in as it pertains to your senses. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what I it also, is. I also think it can be a extremely good indication of self-love mm-hmm. if you tame it well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you who always put yourself second. Yes, specifically for the people who put themselves second. Uh, But to say that you don't have an ego, I'm like, I've overcome my ego, is ego. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. a spiritual Mm -hmm. trap, and that's what they call spiritual bypassing. So it's like you actually, everybody has the ego. If you're alive and you're breathing, you have one. I'm sorry. Like, (laughs) you have it under control. You are aware. You know that's tricks and tips and have trained it royally, but it's still Mm -hmm. there. So to Mm -hmm. say, I don't have an ego, so I'm a guru now and I'm enlightened, it's like, oh, that's your ego, kid. You're still running an ego perception. So there's also a difference, I feel like, between ego and humbleness, um, obviously, but when you have it in that sense, there is a I am something that is fact, mm-hmm. right? And then there is, like, if I am good with working with wood, if I'm a carpenter, I am good at this. That might not be ego. That might be it just is. Mm-hmm. I am good with this. And you shouldn't diminish right. that, mm-hmm. right? But also, and that's, that's why I think ego can come in and be healthy. Yeah. But it's, it's, I think it's a difference between I am this Correct. And I am superior to other people. And I am superior yeah. to other people. Like, this makes me better, or this makes me more aware, or, or whatever. Right. Like, that's a trap. Like, that that's mm-hmm. the trap of the ego. But I think 
it's a beautiful thing. I think instead of having only higher self, only you observing the you, only self-awareness and la-di-da and rainbows and going to heaven and blah, 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 whatever the fuck it is that you believe. Um, I think it's the unity of the flesh, of the psyche and of that special you in the present moment because the present moment is where the only semblance of understanding of what we have in mm. this moment of what infinity is because there is only ever the That's present. True. You can only right. ever experience the present. So to be fully present is to be fully in your physical body, fully mm. observing your reality with your psyche and fully appreciating it in gratitude and love with your higher self is this unity of yourselves, which then kind of lets you peek mm -hmm. into what infinity looks like. And which is pretty deep. Now you're trying to say, <laughs> is this still about relationships? Yes. It relationships is. With yourself. With yourself. Which is honestly what it yeah. it's honestly what it gets down to. If you're not in this kind of relationship with yourself, God help you if you yeah. try to get into a relationship with somebody else. But, um not not to though again, life is funny. Yeah. Go be in relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Learn. Yeah. Learn. Yes. Go learn. Don't like be like I need oh, to be perfect no, before I'm in a relationship. Bro, no, 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 no. Like, mm -mm. no. Don't do that. Don't do that. Mm -mm. I just want to warn against that. Don't do that. Yeah. Go get experience. Go fuck up. Well, you just gotta ask yourself, <laughs> why am I doing it? Am I want? Am I in this relationship because I'm afraid of my own thoughts? Am I in this yeah. relationship because I like fixing people? Am I in this relationship because of whatever the fuck? Or am I in this relationship because this person brings me joy yeah. and they're nice to be around and I understand my shit and I'm willing to accept their shit and you know, like I'm okay in and of myself and I would love to involve this person. It's like this constant state of improving my, yourself. Yeah. You can improve yeah. together, which is the semblance. Trust me, David and I were not figured yeah. the fuck out 13 years ago. Yeah, no, at what, 19, 18? Yeah, I met at 19, you were 20. Oh, sorry, I was 20. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, no, God. definitely not have it all figured out, promise. So, and we're still, we're still going. But again, we are evolving constantly. together, constantly reevaluating ourselves, yeah. constantly like, you know, trying to improve ourselves. Right. And we touched on it in the video um, about yeah. uh, compromise and about growing together. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. At the same time, you don't want to date someone. Uh, you don't want to date the idea of someone or like what you've yeah. created in your mind. That's a right. recipe for disaster. Um, right. Disaster. Yeah. So do you, you have an experience. Um, you Your answer was, you know, yeah. on, on one side of it is, uh, accept the person as they are, mm -hmm. right? That was your answer at the time. Do you want to touch a little bit on yes. what experience mm -hmm. had that you experienced that made you say that? Yeah. So uh, I dated someone, and mm. it was it was good for like a, a few couple of months, um, and then it kind of got to the point mm. where I felt like I was a like yeah. passion project. Um, you know, like mm -hmm. I felt like I had like a third parent, like um, someone who was like, you know, trying to change the way that I dressed and, and uh, try to change like my hobbies and like where I spent my time and um, you know, like, right. and there's a way to go about those th things. Right. Because I know like, Mm -hmm. Right. That that inherently isn't really a bad thing, um, but to like to get upset yeah. with someone because they won't like change mm -hmm. certain things, and it's like, hang on, yeah. I've been like this. When we met, I was you, like yeah. this, and you mm -hmm. told me that's cool, and you told me I like that about you, and now all of yeah. a sudden it's like an issue that I have a problem with, right? Um, to date someone and to be like you know like yeah we're dating yeah. and i love you but change these things like mm -hmm. it's a bit of a oh yeah it i don't know it rubs and me that in wrong of itself like, for the person who does it a lot of the time they have their own like in their upbringing like psychological like need to fix people mm. i was one of those people <laughs> yo i was the de mm -hmm. the definition of a manic pixie dream girl when i was 18 years old yeah. like Oh God, my whole personality was like, I'm here, you're sad, wow, I can be quirky and you. funny and I can fix you and make you happy. Um, oh God. <laughs> 
was that who you were as a person or like you no, saw just, that personality like and you were that. like, I like, want I, that. The Manic Pixie Dream Girl uh, stereotype mm-hmm. wasn't a thing back then. <laughs> I'm old. Um, <laughs> 2010. When did 2010. New Girl come 2010. out? 2010. That's, that's like, that's, that's the big one, right? That I was like that. Yeah. Uh, so it's before <sighs> Jessica Day right, really right. came out and was like so fucking cute. Uh, she it, is very cute though. She's super cute. <laughs> Uh, I do too. It's a really good show. I love that but show. But before favorite. that was like this yeah. hyper, like overdone thing, there yeah. was this, this like, I was so unhappy in and of myself. So my joy came from like fulfilling somebody else's needs. And that comes to my upbringing and the, we won't even go into that, but like the psychology mm-hmm. of how my brain was wired as a child <laughs> is to make other people's emotions the most important thing. Yeah. And it, it reflected as a young adult, as a teenager. And it just, and I also just in general, I mean, I was a teenager in 2006, in 2007, so just being cute and quirky was the thing that you did. Uh, and so I just, that on yes. top of the deep need to fix people, it's just like, I was a manic pixie dream girl, completely unironically without being told to. And I had to be like, oh, <laughs> I need to worry about myself and mm. not make somebody else be this way that I want them to or like that I want them to be or that I, I see your potential and you could be this thing it's mostly look, potential this is the joy that you can have look yeah. meet your full potential and some people just don't fucking want to and that's okay don't force people into I don't know becoming what they're not ready to become that too I, I think yes oh, agreed um no, it, and it also, like, I was someone who grew up with, uh, like, conditional mm, love. Mm, and so unconditional love is, like, extremely yeah, important yeah. to me. And that kind of ties in. And that probably explains why I like how accepting they people how they are. And I like to be accepted how sense. I am. Because if you put conditions on this love, that's triggering yeah. for me. Like, that's that's mm. my thing. Like, that's the thing that I can't yeah. do. Um, and I, but I get it. Like I understand compromise is absolutely oh, a thing and you do grow together and like mm-hmm. you see it, right? Like when a couple has been dating for a while, like they, they're like values and morals kind of like mesh yeah. together and not become one person. I don't oh, believe no. that, but like they complement yes. each other, you know? And that's how it should be. I think a lot of people can't comprehend mm-hmm. of that concept because it's so foreign to ha- be so individual yeah. while also being so together with somebody else. And yeah. man, oh man. Have we heard it? Have we heard it? I think, um, I think touching a little bit on what you said, Sultan, I also had that kind of upbringing, a very conditional. Yeah, that was uh, one of the things that uh, we bonded yeah. over when we first met, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. And so I think uh, I, I can feel exactly how I can understand you when you say, you know, mm. don't condition my love because then you don't love me. Actually, mm-hmm. you don't really love me. Yeah. Right? And mm-hmm. I think why it worked out with Crystal in this sense is because she began to do that fixing thing for herself and loved herself mm-hmm. right and began to fix but i already had that in me too like i want to improve myself mm-hmm. yeah and so when she was trying to improve me it was things that i already wanted yeah and so i was like yeah doing that and i also did things to improve her yeah and so it then yeah. began he brought to it to my attention it's like hey right. kid you also have a lot to worry about maybe you yeah. love yourself and i was like oh fuck that's how it's, it works it's not black and white at all yeah like, no. it's a very gray area and um, I, be- I do believe that dating someone, um, oh, I've read this somewhere, uh, but I'm going to un- like quote it wrong. So it's going to sound stupid. But <laughs> okay. like when you date someone, um, they tend to become a mirror to who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. for example, like and, and it's the reason why, like, you know, you have like best friends that you've been friends with for 10 years and you don't fight as much you probably have a few fights but you don't really fight as much compared to like someone you've been dating for six months the reason is it's because like like family sometimes they do it sometimes not but friends when they like notice things about you sometimes they just don't like bring it up or they might not even notice because they don't get to know you into like an intimate level right yeah Mm -hmm. like so most of us like we're by ourselves and like we sit with ourselves 
And then once someone else gets brought into our circle and they notice things mm-hmm. that we probably have never even noticed about ourselves and they're like, hey, here's the mirror. Like, this is you. This is what you're doing. Mm-hmm. This is how you're reacting. Um, that can be good in a sense of it's, again, like a opportunity to grow and to learn right. about yourself. However, and like me, this is me, right? Like, this is my mm. red flag when I was younger. I would take that like as a personal attack. Like, oh, yeah. But mm-hmm. this is just, and like, okay, see, you. I can see how like I'm contradicting myself. I'm like, that's me as a person, no. you know? And so yeah. mm-hmm. that's what that's I'm That's how we're conditioned to view things. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying when I'm like, you like you should accept people as they are but it is a gray area in the sense of sometimes we are just told things that no one has ever told us before and it's yeah. mm-hmm. and that is it creates this reactive like it's what people call the inner shadow mm-hmm. like it's this like i'm not that i'm not that but you you tend to the more you deny it in yourself you project it onto your whoever you're around mm-hmm. this person is being this way but it's really just you don't like that you can be like that yourself Right. And so when, especially when it's brought to your attention, like, hey, this is a thing. And it's not even brought in malice. You're just like, the shadow has like a little light turn on in there. And you're just like, no, that's my dark place. There's nothing <laughs> yeah. in there. Close the door. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's not me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Don't, but it, it don't does do like, but it is sometimes people just genuinely like, like, oh, like, I, I don't think I'm that. Like, why would you say I'm that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, exactly exactly it can either be this visceral like shut the fuck up or it could be this like what no because never in a million years could i ever Mm -hmm. embody that because it's what i've deemed to be an unacceptable and undesirable feature and that circle back comes to self-awareness right like if you are self-aware on your problems when someone holds a mirror up and says that's your problem if you're self-aware you can be like yes or no and the more self-aware you are the more Mm -hmm. accurate and if someone says, like, if someone was to go to you, Sultan, and say, you know, your your purple hair is dumb and it's purple and it's stupid, you wouldn't. Like, I, don't I know. would say, how did you know oh. that I dyed <laughs> yeah. it down there? Like, <laughs> <laughs> did you know? <laughs> sorry, Fuck. sorry, I I you handed it to me. I had to. I guess the last, like, we're just about done, but the last little bit that I had written down um, was talking about the insecurities and reactive responses to the test part, where it's like, write down the things that you like or don't like about your partner. <laughs> and then the other person doesn't do that. Yeah. Um, I just said, well, okay, first of all, we have we didn't really get to talk about it afterwards. What, like, how was that part for you? Like, did you... Uh, David really showed me up revealed? at that part, eh? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's like there's a single guy and a guy who's like in a relationship and then we you see both our answers and it's like oh makes uh, sense hey um damn it <laughs> from my experiences you have a thought and then i'm aware of myself in that i can know where that thought can go so initially right i could see our thought processes being the same like oh you're writing shit about me what the fuck and then it's like well that's my initial mm-hmm. thought, but I don't know yet. So we'll see. And, and if I know that person, right. which I do, I'd be like, it's probably not that. Or I'm it's either curious. probably not that or it's something that's like, so, like, I don't know. We are so communicative. Hurtful? It would be something like, bitch leaves her socks on the floor, yeah, keeps yeah. leaving her pants in the bathroom. Which is something that I funny. Does not clean out her right. brush. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, stuff like that. So I'm like, I'm like, oh, what is it? So I would be like, I also would be right. amused to be like, what's on the list? <laughs> like, it's not, it's not going to be like, you know, I fucking hate right. the way they laugh. They laugh or some shit like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. And I'd be like, damn, that's hurtful. Uh-huh. Why would you say that? Yeah. Like, no. Right. Oh, What's that thing Crystal does? It's like Rap- when you take rapturing? your clothes, when you change your clothes, yeah. you just leave them on the phone. Rapture, yeah, 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 yeah. I do that. <laughs> What's this? I mean, that whole portion also goes back to what we were talking about, about the shadow. It's like this, like, in the ego as well. Your ego just peaks and it's like this thing that's like, I'm a great and I'm perfect. And then mm-hmm. somebody's threatening my great and perfectness and it's bad. Um Mm-hmm. it's living from a state of fear and defense rather than a state of reception of self-acceptance. Because if you are in this constant, like be self-aware, yeah. understand my bullshit and work on it. Cause that's also very important. You can't just know you have to also mm-hmm. work on it. 
to have somebody bring it to the table, you're like, oh shit, no, I want to know because I want that to be sorted out. I don't want to be away. So let me hear what it is. Yeah. So I tend to not not avoid mm-hmm. conflict, right? Um, if there's like an issue, I want mm-hmm. it to be solved. Right. Absolutely. However, um, and this is something that I'm unlearning because I watched the video recently on like yeah. romanticism and how we as like a people don't really see love as a skill. We just kind of like, like we kind of want people to just know right. what to do. Whereas it's like it a is. skill. It's like, so because like my love language is when people understand me without me like saying mm-hmm. anything that is like peak pinnacle like best relationship is like i walk into a room and they go oh you're feeling this way why mm-hmm. or like oh you want this and i didn't even mm-hmm. say anything yet like that that to me is like where it's at and so when conflict happens and like when i get upset over things i used to like expect them to just Read between the lines and, understand and like you. Oh, don't can't you see yeah like can't you see i'm upset can't you understand mm-hmm. like why should i explain this thing to you you should just know which is that's something I'm unlearning because people, no one's in your head except mm-hmm. for you. And the thing you know? is, too, Sultan, uh, I think we developed that because I also had that. I think we developed that because of our conditional love. So we had to uh, yeah. see mm-hmm. when uh, maybe a parent or a family member wasn't okay. Mm-hmm. Had to be absurd. And we had yeah. to know when they were feeling a certain way. And we were able to do that. So we expected other, other people, people to yeah. also do that. Mm-hmm. Right. And so the reason, and at this point, I'm just trying to justify my terrible answer. Um, But the reason why I like wouldn't bring it up. And then if we got into a fight later, I would bring it up. is because I tend to not tell people when I'm upset, like used to, I'm I'm still learning, right? But Mm -hmm. I would tend to not tell people what I was upset about because I would just hope that they would know. Yeah. And then when we do have a conflict, it's like, you didn't even well, see shit, this. we're already talking about this. Mm-hmm. Like, also, blah, 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 and blah. And, like, that's really bad. And that's something that people should not do, right? Like, right. if you have something to say, if something comes up, I absolutely believe that you should air it out on the table um, in a very, like, clear, mm-hmm. precise, like, healthy, communica- yeah. uh, communicative, communic- something communicative. Yeah. Communicative. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so in, a, in that way. Right. And that's and I think that's where the scale comes in, right? Yeah. Because yes. you, as a person who is trying to communicate, can deliver a message that is helpful in the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, the person receiving it, if, you're, if, you're, if your objective is to communicate, the person receiving it, you need to be able to communicated in as i'm doing a great job right now mm-hmm. communicated in a in a, a palatable a palatable way mm-hmm. for that person to receive what you're trying to say to them right with right. the outcome that you're hoping to achieve yeah like if i want you to be upset then sure then it you know worked out but mm-hmm. if i wanted there to be harmony but also uh something to uh perhaps bring to your attention then that needs to be said in a trusting loving way that is receivable yeah. for you to accept that. Right. Right. Especially when it comes to like values and mm-hmm. like, like that can, that's like the thing that people really connect with. And so like when someone's told, Hey, this value that you think you have, um, you could kind of improve on it a bit. Mm-hmm. That sometimes is like heartbreaking to people mm-hmm. and why people get so defensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's like, that's all I have. Like, that's well, not I mean, me. That's, I could, that's yeah. our identity being bound in perceptions. Yeah. So like, or opinions. So ev- mm-hmm. if you really stick to the, you are not your thoughts, you are not your opinions on how you've seen reality so far. Mm-hmm. You are mm-hmm. this observer of the consciousness. When mm-hmm. something like that comes to be challenged, it's not a, uh, a paradigm shift or a paradigm breaking thing because you have not built who you are on this passing temporary thing. Right. Uh, our opinions and thoughts change constantly depending on the stimuli and information that we have at the time. Yeah. So to have, if you're functioning constantly out of, out of that place, like a place of love for yourself, if that gets brought up, you're like, hmm, 
I wonder, I wonder why that happened. Let's, let's get to the bottom of that for me. Uh, and not feel threatened. What tends to happen is if you bring up something like this, this conversation might be triggering to some people because they right. might, they might be very deep in the depression circle. And like, now you're saying that I could get myself out of it with my thoughts. You don't fucking understand where I've been manically depressed for like four years yeah. at a time therapist they're therapist defined so it's like i i do know where that's coming from but it's hard to it's threatening it's like i'm not doing a good enough job you're perfect exactly the way you are and i think that's what so many people are not told enough it's like the mr rogers yeah fucking make me cry like at the mr rogers thing he always like the did you ever see the documentary about mr rogers i don't think so if you want to cry, watch that shit. Basically, his, <laughs> well, the main thing that I'm talking about was that he made it his point to every single child that he interacted with. He looked at them in the eyes and said, I love you exactly the way you are. And so many people aren't living in this like, I'm okay in and of myself. Right. I don't need this paradigm or opinion to be a, a whole or mm. accepted or loved. So it's okay if that paradigm gets shifted or my perspective needs to change mm-hmm. a little bit because my ego is in check because I've trained it. So now I can work with my ego to improve and to and be more loving this, with myself. This improving, right? It's not just like, oh, I'm not good enough kind of thing. It's it's only beneficial for you. Mm-hmm. When, you're, when you're doing this shadow work, when you're doing these exercises that help improve you as a person, you're not so hurt all the time. Yeah. You're not angry all the time those negative emotions that you wish you didn't feel that that cause you so much pain can be relieved and that's why it's bettering yourself and that's it's really for you when you're doing these things Mm -hmm. it's not just so you can be the perfect partner for someone else no no one really likes feeling these negative emotions no you know like having the whole like do i even deserve to be loved or like oh i should be this way instead of that way Mm -hmm. it's really fucking Mm -hmm. taxing on someone and it's like it 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 changes the way like people think and I guess the, yeah, like going back to what Crystal said, the main thing that you should take away from this is like everyone deserves love, regardless of who you are, how yes. you are. Mm-hmm. Everyone deserves love. Um, and you do not mm-hmm. need to be yeah. a certain way. You do not lo- need to look a certain way to be loved, to be loved. And you deserve to um, be treated the way you want to treat somebody else, which sounds like treated this way you want to be treated. But like so many people pour so much into others and then treat themselves like shit and that's why the self mm-hmm. loving yourself is so important if you would do that for in in love for another person you need to do it for yourself and if you're defaulting to that other person and look, first then i don't know yeah and it but if you do like because i get it making other people feel mm-hmm. good about themselves i get that but I can guarantee you, if you start prioritizing yourself and start working on yourself, you're going to, like, again, a byproduct mm-hmm. of that is the people around oh, yeah. you will feel that. You will have more energy for these people. Mm-hmm. You will have more capacity, mental capacity for these people. And again, that's like a byproduct of improving yourself is quality yeah. of life around you. And that yep. includes the people 100%. that you love. And it's almost like if you want to make, like, let's say you're someone who's a people pleaser. If you want to please them even more, 100%. start working yeah. on yourself. A hundred percent. And then you get to, yeah, you get to please people more without actually and being then, a people pleaser. The last thing, little interesting thing, it's mm. like there is a byproduct of that happening where somebody's like, well, I was trying to work on myself and this person made it a problem and blah, 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 blah. That person also needs to worry about themselves. That, like that person yeah. has... Guess nothing what? That's to do with you and if you are working on yourself so that you can love yeah. others better and somebody is like you're the villain you're the problem how dare you break the system and not do this thing that's you know away blah 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 because you're worrying about loving yourself that is a sign that that it, person is not meant to be in your circle no matter who they are no. um i know that can be hard but i cannot tell you yeah no, sorry I, I cannot tell you how many times I've heard someone start their self, uh, self-help self journey and they start saying, as soon as I started, people around me started like mm-hmm. dropping yeah. like flies. And it's because, it's just, it's because you start to realize like, first of all, you stop compromising yeah. on things and you start to realize, oh, I guess like sometimes I just, 
accept mm-hmm. these things that aren't actually good for yeah. me. Um, and it can be yeah. hard yeah. because sometimes it's like friendships that yes. you've been. Yeah. Oh, I I swear, like this. Lit- I was just on a trip in Queensland, mm. and I saw like a bunch of YouTubers. It was an amazing time, and I won't name names, but someone was who was f- they were friends with their friend for like years and years. Were they? like the friendship went sour mm. and it was one of those things where it's like, I love this person so much and I don't know why it went sour when I started to do good for myself. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it sucks. It really does yeah. like to, it does to find out like sometimes love. Uh, it sounds bad, but like sometimes love isn't enough. Yeah. You mm. know, like, yeah. So many that's, people, maybe that's a bad way to put well, it. No, and that makes perfect but fucking sense. That makes sense. perfect sense. I think so many people, I, I guess I can't speak to that, but I can try to shine a light on the phenomenon of why that's so common. Yeah. It's it's going everything that we've just said. No, almost nobody is doing this. <laughs> like yeah. almost well, nobody is I'll... thinking about their shadows and about their pain and about why they have people in their lives and i will say it's becoming popular to do it so more people more are people, doing it more people are doing it but yes the common when i say <laughs> not almost version of when it. i say almost nobody i mean like we're in a bubble i'm on a bubble on tiktok and that's the way tiktok works and the way the internet works and so like i'm surrounded by this constantly but a lot of people fucking aren't yeah um the most people fucking aren't so they haven't even started to think about oh why do i do this thing and why do i do that thing and oh maybe i'm functioning because i was up i brought up in an upbringing of a childhood or a traumatic event that happened that makes me want to whatever people have no idea they're functioning out of that place yeah and it's like they're autopiloting from like in a broken plane in the mud and then Mm. you're just like why am i not going anywhere (laughs) it's like Mm. that's probably why and then if you bring it up they're like no my plane works perfectly shut up uh and the thing is you can't worry about other people's planes in the mud we're just gonna run with this metaphor i guess um you can only worry about yours you can only get oh fuck my plane's in the mud let me get it out Mm -hmm. let me clean it off fuck it's broken let me go to the store and figure out what parts and learn and get the manual and figure it out and then fly away and people see you flying away and they're like ugh you're just gonna fucking you're just fly? gonna fucking fly away you're gonna leave me what and it's like you are not responsible for another person's journey your plane was easier to fix than mine yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can't control that you can only worry about yourself yeah. and and give love but you cannot fix it for them yeah. being aware that everybody's on their own journey and knowing that it has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them it's like when it's time to fly away you can just look at them in the mud and not be like (laughs) but it's like oh you know what i love you and i don't think it's helpful for me to be around at this moment but when you do get a little bit more figured out i love you and i'll be here Mm -hmm. uh and and people can't handle that i think (laughs) people cannot handle it's like and it also like if you do want like a little tip to like tame your ego um the second Mm -hmm. you like realize you can't control people's reactions but it's only your own actions that's when like things just like become easier you know like because some people when you do self-work um like the friendship breaks apart because you know like sometimes um it can be like a, a bitter thing or like a jealousy kind of thing um but sometimes it's just like yeah. you do change as a person and your values change and this person yes. is like i yeah actually vibe with the other one right and you're like oh that's cool you're allowed mm-hmm. to yeah. feel that way but i don't i don't vibe with the old sultan you do yeah. but i don't and they yeah. are more than welcome to like leave. Mm-hmm. They have the right to. Um, yeah. But you mm-hmm. also have the right to be content with that. Um, and mm-hmm. yes. Or to, even if they're not aware, to see that that change is happening and being like, hmm, this is no longer conducive to mm-hmm. what I want mm-hmm. in people mm-hmm. around me. And not even in malice, but like out of love. It's like, I love you and you're like this and that's okay, but I can't be around Agreed. that right now. Yeah. yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. David I'd, had one more. I had like, one more little thought. anecdote, uh, which was that you could have all these right things to say, but uh, if the person doesn't trust you or they don't know you, you can't, like everything that you say, which is right, it won't land. 
Yeah. yeah. And I think that's kind of important in relationships mm-hmm. is that that in that communication, that trust has to be there to know that I'm not saying anything in malice. Of course, that's part of the delivery right. too. Yeah. But as a person who's open open to fixing themselves, whenever something is said to me and it's brought correctly, I am knowing that it's not in malice. It's truly mm-hmm. for my benefit. Mm-hmm. And that helps me get over my shadow. Yeah. Yep. And also, this is not kind of what you just said, but just a fixing. We've said multiple times, there's nothing wrong with you, blah, 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 blah. I want to change the verbiage from fixing, fixing. even from healing, because that implies that you're broken, to leveling up, to yeah. becoming best possible you like you can be good it's good we're going from good we're going great you know what i mean we're going more more like aligned with what you like who you want to be right yeah what you want to be exactly what you want to be i think a lot of things just like more like who you want to be in your head put it on like getting it on the Mm -hmm. outside kind of thing yeah making it happen right getting Mm -hmm. to be that person and oh, those are the mm. things that help you get there. Yep. Less linear, more cube. More cube. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're here, you can be on this side of the cube or you can be on that side of the cube, flip the cube over, you're back mm. here again. Like we're just in a different part of the cube. Like you we're not linear. Cube. Yeah. We're getting there. We're getting there. Good job, team. Anyway, good job, team. Good job, team. Wow, we solved the world. <laughs> we actually solved some stuff here. <laughs> we solved everything, God. guys. Good for us. Wow. Nobody will ever be sad that there's, they're not there's in sad people after ever watching again. all did, of this. Guys. What do you mean? <laughs> um, um, you guys can see our videos that we did with Sultan One. Sultan has a video that we did with him. It's amazing. If you have yes. not seen it on YouTube, okay. please go check it out. If you're somehow watching this podcast and you found us randomly and you haven't seen our video it's a great fucking video it's it very funny very good time it's a really um, good video we post this podcast every time we upload on youtube which is yep. once a month so the next episode will be up a month from now and Ooh. i don't remember what episode's coming up next so i can't tell you what that's about but it'll be a good one if you want any updates you can go follow us at on twitter at at on the chair on the chair pod or you can follow our personal things where we talk about all the things that we do anywhere at the doodles, which is at the D-O-O-T-L-E-Z. At the D-O-O-T-L-E-Z. Sultan, yeah. where can they find you? Where can they find you, Sultan? In a box, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find me on uh, YouTube, Sultan Sketches. Uh, I'm also on Instagram. That's the only the only other one I really use, to be honest. Sketches. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's, Sultan, it's all Sultan sketches <laughs> across the board. If you're looking yeah. for me on TikTok, Twitter, just search it up. It'll hopefully pop up. Yeah. And you better go follow him. Yeah. I'll find you. If yeah. you right. want. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Till next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.